You're listening to Janelle McCauley on the EWN Radio Network. This is Turn Knowledge to Profit, where entrepreneurs like you find the insights, experience, and tools they need to earn more, make a bigger impact in the world, and create the freedom to live a life others only dream of. Now, here are your hosts for Turn Knowledge to Profit, entrepreneurs, speakers, and authors, Janelle and Michael McCauley. Welcome, and thank you for joining us on Turn Knowledge to Profit. I'm Janelle McCauley, and along with my co-host, Michael, each week we bring you the insights, ideas, and tools that you need to earn more, make a bigger impact, and create the freedom to live a life others only dream of. You're going to want to take notes, so grab a pen and paper, and let's get started. This week in our Business Builder segment, Michael will be giving you his insider tips for selling from the stage even when speaking at events restricts sales. That's up in a bit in our Business Builder, so stay tuned. First up, it's our success interview. Today we are talking with marketing expert Natalie Gowan. Natalie believes that most businesses spend too much time and money only to get lackluster results from their marketing. Through her company, Moxie Tonic Marketing, Natalie changes that. She helps entrepreneurs get clear on their message and create marketing that gets results, which I know we all want. I know that Natalie has some great insights and strategies to share with us, so let's get started. Welcome, Natalie. Hi. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited for our conversation today because I know this is a topic that is talked about a lot with people we talk to and with eWomen Network members. And I'd love to start our conversation, which I do with all of our guests, just asking you to share a little bit about your business and where, how you started it and how it's evolved over time. Great. That's a really great question. I know that I really love hearing entrepreneurs' backstories, and it's fun to be able to share my own. You know, I started my business informally about seven or eight years ago, and Moxie Tonic, before we added the marketing piece to it, was an Etsy shop. And I was helping bloggers and female entrepreneurs with their social media buttons, and I just created really cute Facebook and Twitter and Pinterest was brand new. So I had just created a Pinterest button that people could put on their websites and, and their blogs to make a match because I was working with a lot of creative entrepreneurs at the time. And that just really opened my eyes to the need that entrepreneurs had in that space to have help with digital marketing, I found that there was a lot of information that just wasn't crossing over from the digital space into these creative communities. And things like email marketing and how to position your website and even just things as simple as how to take people who liked your products and turn them into customers just really wasn't happening for these business owners. And I just have that that heart where I want to help 
people, and I found myself doing a lot of side consulting with, with the people who bought my the social media buttons, and I was telling them how to put them on their website and get everything all lined up so that they could actually use their creativity and turn that into profits for their business. Uh, from there, it just kind of grew organically, and I actually launched Moxitonic Marketing uh, several years later after I'd taken some br a break to spend time with my really young kids. I'd had a couple kids in the, in the meantime. And when I came back to it, I just really hit the ground running. We were going to be a web development and design company that focused on putting people's message onto their website so that their customers could connect with them on their values and get to know the people behind the businesses that they were purchasing products and services from. I love that. And so many business ideas do start organically. That's really part of the entrepreneurial journey. And I love how you took something that you were doing. And I think the key is really listening to what people are looking for, what they're asking for. And there's so much more we can offer. I think a lot of business owners try to tell people what they should want versus actually listening to what they do want, which is really right in front of you if you pay attention. Yeah, the information is there. It's a matter of making, especially when you're in a, in a digital space where you're not face-to-face -face with your customers as much, it's really as simple as just asking them, what do you struggle with? What do you need? What makes your life better? And the answers you're going to get are going to be your perfect next service or your perfect next product. And it's so much easier than just the shot in the dark approach that I see a lot of people using. It is, and I see people spend a lot of time creating products, programs, and services, and then they say no one's buying versus, you know, it's so simple. Just ask, what do they struggle with and what do they need? It's such a simple question, but it can give you really powerful information that you can actually do something with. Yeah, and what's really great about that is that then your sales cycle is cut down tremendously because you don't have to educate your audience on why they need it. They already want it. Like you mm -hmm. could go through a long process of telling people, well, you need SEO that does this, 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 and this. But people mm -hmm. don't know. That's a, that's a lot longer process. It costs a lot more time and money to educate. Just get in there with their initial problem, and you've just made your job way easier. Absolutely, and I think when you do that, they can see the power and the value of what you have to offer. And I think then people are more likely when you come back to them and say, you need SEO or you need certain things to say, okay, because they've, they've built that no like, and trust factor with you. So you're not really selling them from scratch. You're just doing an add-on service, which they're more likely to say, let's do it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's really great to have some sort of really, I, would, I call it the five cent wing, right? So restaurants don't make a ton of money when they offer deals on wings, but oh. what they're going to do is they end up making a lot of money on the beer and everything you buy to go with it. 
<laughs> and so you've got to look at your business and say, what is the five cent wing? What makes an easy yes for a new customer to do business with me? Sometimes it can be sim as simple as an email opt-in where you get mm -hmm. to build that know, like, and trust factor. Sometimes it's having an easy entry-level product or service that is not a huge investment, but it teaches them to make that crossover of saying, oh, I've gotten great free content from you, and, mm -hmm. or I enjoy our relationship, but now here's an easy yes to doing business where you as a business owner get to establish um, your trust, your working relationship with them, and then from there, if you nurture that relationship and do a good job on providing the product or the service they've purchased from you. I mean, the sky's the limit, not just a repeat business from them, but in then referrals that come from them. Mm -hmm. I love that you get that point because I'm always talking to people and telling them that. You know, they're starting out with a $2,500 product or a $5,000 product, and they're saying people aren't buying. You need to have something where I believe that where someone can experience you um, at an entry level so they can really see what you have to offer before they're going to make, in most cases, that big dollar investment unless it comes as a highly vetted referral, which, you know, we love those, but they don't always happen. Um, and I love, that, I love that example of the, the the five cent wing. I'm going to have to, uh, I'm going to, have to borrow that and um, use that because I love that. I'm a visual person, so I can, I can absolutely get that and, and see how that would work. Yeah, it's a really effective strategy to, like we said, go back to that likability and then the fact that they know you and they trust you mm -hmm. to just just give them something to experience because I, especially within the businesses that we work with, mm -hmm. there's so much passion and heart that entrepreneurs are bringing to their business. Mm -hmm. So just once you get somebody in the door, I mean, sky's the limit. Absolutely. So, so let me ask you, how do you even start to create or, you know, maybe discover, you know, quote unquote discover someone's message. And I talked to so many people today that really don't have a clear message. They can't articulate what it is without going into, you know, an hour long trying to explain it. So how do you boil it down and help them get really clear? That's a really great question because it is something that every entrepreneur or every business owner needs to really have in the bag. So a lot of times we practice the things that we do every single day. We're really good at putting on our makeup. We're really good at loading our dishwasher. But you ask somebody to explain what they do and it's suddenly how many times have you been in a networking meeting where it's deer in the headlights? Right. And, and there's that feeling of and, – and, and I, as a business owner, I've been in that position too where you think, well, I do so many great things. And then it all comes at once and becomes a complete logjam. And I truly believe that that's where message clarity um, is lost, is when in our brains we are thinking about the 700 things that we do for our clients that they totally need Mm -hmm. But it's all trying to come out at once. 
So right. my first tip in building clarity is to figure out in your business what is your number one revenue generator. What is that one thing that brings in the most for your business? And just talk about that. Don't worry about excluding people that don't, you know, don't maybe need that particular service, but focus in on the number one thing that makes the cash register ring and say what, what it is and what the benefit is to the customer. And if you just repeat that over and over again, that clarity starts to come out and people will know how to do business with you. No, I, I absolutely agree with that. And I always tell people when you're introducing yourself or at, you're at a networking event or you're having a first conversation with someone, don't worry about sharing everything. Just share one thing. All you want to do is get them to want to lean in and want to know more, and then they're inviting you to continue the conversation. I think when we give them so much, they are saying, well, I don't need that, that, and that, so I'm going to move on because it's, we can't process all that information. It's too much. So if we mm -hmm. can't make a decision, we do nothing. Yeah, and when we confuse people, we're, we're basically, their brains are actually turning towards um, other thoughts because it's like, mm -hmm. you know what, that is a lot of calories to try and understand exactly mm -hmm. what it is that you do. And people are trying to do two things in this world. You can, every single person is trying to survive and they're mm -hmm. trying to thrive. And so if you make it too hard to understand what you do and it, it's taking too many calories, well, that threatens my survival, quote unquote. Like I can't, I can't easily grasp that. So I'm going to go over here to this person who I totally know how they help me do better in life because their message is really clear and easy to understand. Mm -hmm. No, I, I absolutely agree. And I think that people are really passionate about what they do, so it makes them want to share everything. But don't worry. All you've got to do is be able to get people engaged so they want to know more. And I, mm -hmm. I love that where you're saying it, it burns too many calories so they, they kind of sit down and, and move on. I, that's a great reminder for people. Yeah, it really helps when you can just make it tie everything you do how, into how you help them do better in life. Because then now suddenly you have buy-in from them. Oh, oh my gosh, you mean you can help me sleep better at night so that I can perform better during the day? Great. But if you start talking to me, say this person who helps you sleep better at night is a nutritionist. If you start talking to me about all the vegetables I'm going to have to cut, well, that's something like, oh, this is not worth it. <laughs> but if you lead with the fact that I'm going to sleep better and feel better so that I can do better, well, now I'm interested. How exactly? Mm -hmm. No, I absolutely. We need to take another, a real quick break. And when we come back, um, I want to talk a little bit more about social media and social media management because that's something that I think people need 
help with. And I can't wait to hear what you have to say because you've done an excellent job of, of really breaking this down um, for us. So stay tuned. This is John L. McCauley, and you're listening to Turn Knowledge to Profit. Have you ever asked yourself this question? Why is it so hard to make a buck? <laughs> I know I have. Hi, I'm Sandra Yancey, founder and CEO of eWomen Network. What I have discovered after going from the brink of bankruptcy to running a multi-million dollar award-winning business is this. You can't build a million dollar dream hanging around minimum wage mindsets. My mission is one million women entrepreneurs generating one million dollars in annual revenue. So here's what I've done. I've created the mother of all entrepreneur success programs that you can access online on your time. It's called Monetize Me Now. It's a seven-module online course that is 100% my success formula, covering mindset, mission, management, motivation, marketing, and measure. Come on, take my hand and I'll show you the way to learn to earn flowing revenue for your business. Visit monetizemenow.com for details. Are you a coach, speaker, or author who would like to finally earn what you know you're worth? Would you like to create a life that gives you more time to do the things that you love? Entrepreneurs like you hire us to turn their knowledge into a full range of scalable products that earn more, make a bigger impact in the world, and create the freedom to live the life others only dream about. With our done-for-you approach, we do all the heavy lifting, creating the right products for you, your clients, and your business. The potential is limitless. If you want to leverage your time so you can earn more while working less, visit us today at TurnKnowledgeToProfit.com and find out just how far your knowledge can take you. You're listening to Janelle McCauley on the EWN Radio Network. Welcome back. This is Janelle McCauley, and you're listening to Turn Knowledge to Profit. Today on our success interview, we're talking with Natalie Gowan. Natalie's company is Moxie Tonic Marketing, and we had an amazing conversation during the first half. So if you missed it, you absolutely need to go back and listen. We talked about, you know, using your business, and we talked about, you know, how to talk and have, you know, ways to generate revenue and really focus. And I loved when Natalie talked about when we give people too much information, it really is taking too many calories for people to stop and listen to you. So they're moving on to the next thing. So we had some ideas and suggestions on how you can simplify that. So if you missed it, be sure to go back and listen. And I want to spend the second part of our conversation, Natalie, talking a little bit about social media management. And I know that ROI on marketing is really challenging for a lot of people. And it seems like social media marketing ROI is even harder for people to define. So I'd love your insights on where people can get started and what they should be focusing on to really make it profitable and the most effective. That's a great question. I think a lot of entrepreneurs and business owners are 
torn on social media between two really hard decisions. Number one, if you're going to put a lot of focus and energy on social media and make it profitable and worth your efforts, it is a hungry beast that needs to be fed constantly. And so <laughs> business owners are thinking, do I really want to go down that route? And then on the other hand, see their competitors and their friends who are engaged on social media getting a lot of exposure and a lot of traffic and a lot of sales coming from social media. And you're thinking, I want in on that. There's a huge market out there for what I do. And there's a little bit of uh, that fear of missing out happening. Of, mm -hmm. oh, I see people doing really well on social media. I, I want to too. So it, it's, a, it's a tough one. I'm just going to go ahead and say that. But it is totally possible for you as a business owner to step into social media and see results without selling your soul to Facebook or Instagram or whatever platform your clients and, uh, and customers are on. Mm -hmm. And it all goes back to having clarity in what you're telling people and building the right story about what you do, and having a strategy in place so that you're not just throwing things out there hoping that people know how to start doing business with you. That you have the right blend of value and fun in your posts, but that you also are working in good strong calls to action that drive people to either your email list or to a sales page or your products page so that, and with clear instructions on how to connect and do business with you. That's a great point because I think a lot of people put information out there, but they don't have that, that CTA, that call to action. And I think a lot of people are just throwing things out there, that you know, shotgun approaches as we call it. So, so let me ask you, I know, and, and I'm sitting here looking at your website, and I love it because it says, simple online marketing that grows your business. It's very... Um, it catches your attention, and you've got something called um, Story Brand. And does that help people get clear on what they're doing? And how do you really get them to focus on what that right message is so that they know what to talk about? They're making sure that they're focusing on the right thing. Mm -hmm. Yes, the right story is the key. And I want to really emphasize the word right because a lot of times when we think about talking about our business and telling our business a story, we're tempted to go into the, well, you know, my grandfather started this business and my grandma took it over during the war and, you know, we've just built this thriving thing and we're, you know, first in our area, the best place to work. And suddenly, again, we're asking our customers to hang on for a long time through a story. We haven't even really talked about them and how we mm. help them yet. It's been all about the business. Mm -hmm. And so Story Brand is a system that takes people through the process of clarifying their message with story where the customer is the main character. And you as a business owner are going to help them win the day. 
they get to be the hero of the story and you get to help with your products and services. And it's a really simple, beautiful process. It's a consulting service that we offer to take you through to build that story in a way that's mm-hmm. going to resonate with our customer because it shares a, it tells them what their journey is going to look like and what their happy ending is. And you always want to get to your customer's happy ending and then put in a call to action to say, do you want that happy ending for you? Do business with mm-hmm. us. Interesting. So, so when you're talking about that, I'm, I'm thinking back to how you, when I asked you to tell us about your business, where you started, you know, where you were doing it on, you know, with your Etsy shop, but then you quickly came back to asking, you know, how can you, you know, help your customers with their struggle and what do they need? So you quickly brought it back to what's needed, but it gave a good visual about who you were and how you came to where you are. Yeah, and people definitely want to connect to the people they're doing business with Mm -hmm. because, again, we want to do business with people we know, like, and trust. So revealing some part of your journey or talking about your values is an important part of that process. Mm -hmm. But, again, customers want to be the hero of the story, and if you, as the business, are standing in the spotlight for too long, they're going to think, hey, good luck with your story and your journey. I need to go over here and find somebody who can help me. So you want to get to that, how do I help people really, really quickly. Mm-hmm. So what kind of challenges do you run into with people? Because so many coaches, experts have been saying, you know, you've got to stand there and, and build your credibility and, um, you know, talk about what you do and how you do it and why people should work with you. And I actually am, am more, way more in your camp of give them value and then they'll, figure, they'll see that. But, but how do you um, address that when people ask about that or do they? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's the biggest mind shift that people need to make when they enter in the story brand process is to put their customer in the spotlight. But absolutely, you need to build your empathy for your customers so they know that you understand where they are and where they're coming from and the struggles they're facing. And then two, you need to build your authority that you can help them solve their problem. But you don't have to go on for days about it. A lot of times this is accomplished very easily by saying, we help customers across the world face this problem. Or you can do one of those cool little counters on your website where it shows you, you know, I built 10,000 website pages or, you know, We've worked with these hundreds of clients. And then a couple of well-positioned, targeted testimonials, that's it. That's all people need to know. I'm not your first client, and you have happy customers. And you check those two boxes, and then you put your customer back in the spotlight again. That's so true. I love that. Um, I think that one or two statements about what you do, it's a great reminder that just find kind of the, the big thing. All you have to do is get their attention, like, oh, tell me more. <laughs> get them to, mm-hmm. get them to lean in. 
So I, I love that. I know that one of the things that our um, listeners struggle with, and I'm going to tie this into asking you to share maybe one tip that, that they can implement, because they struggle with spending too much time on social media and not getting the results too much time and, and too much money and not being able to get results. So what would you suggest they could do to get started? Because it sounds like if you do it the right way, it's got very high value. So how do they get started? How do they get started on social media and how mm -hmm. is the most important thing that they can be asking because it's one of those things if you, you know, to build a to plant a tree, the best time to plant a tree is 20 years ago. But the, the best time to the second best time <laughs> to plant a tree is today. And the same uh -huh. thing goes with social media. Get started with a very clear profile and about section on your social media that talks about the results that you get for your clients. From there, show up regularly and speak clearly about your customer over and over and over again. Mm -hmm. And sprinkle in those calls to action. I like the 80-20 rule. Talk about your customer 80% of the time, their struggles and the successes that your current customers are reaching, and 20% be salesy and calls to action to let people know, hey, oh yeah, that's right, she is in business. Mm -hmm. I can get help from her too. I think that's, that, that's a great reminder. And I think showing up regularly is, is great. I know that you know, I haven't been doing nearly as much posting on social media. So when I post something, it doesn't get seen nearly as much where Michael has been doing a lot more. It's kind of funny because we've, we've made a, a shift where now he gets way more attention when he posts things than I do. So mm -hmm. he shows up mm -hmm. more regularly and he's there. And I, I do agree. I think having a clear story is so important. And we see a lot of entrepreneurs mixing personal and business, I think, in a way that doesn't really reinforce their story. So it probably goes back to when you're talking about values and who you are. Um, keep things aligned so that there's not a, a disconnect between what you're trying to, to do in business and what you're putting out there. Do you agree? Mm -hmm. I do agree, and I think it's really important when you set out to establish a social media presence to be strategic about where you show up. There's that tendency to take on too many platforms, mm -hmm. and then that kills your ability to be there consistently. If you know that your clients are on Instagram, then show up on Instagram and rock that out. And if they're on Facebook, focus on that. And then when you get really good at a platform, go ahead and add another platform to add depth. But so often we think we've got to do it all at once, and that's mm -hmm. just so overwhelming. And that's where I see a lot of people drop off their efforts for social media is when it just becomes overwhelming, and they're not seeing the results, so it's not worth it anymore. That's an excellent um, tip and reminder. 
and really show up where your ideal clients spend their time. That's an excellent tip, and I can't believe we're out of time. So how can our listeners connect with you and learn more about you and what you have to offer? You can visit moxytonic.com, and there's a couple of things there on the website for you. First of all, you can jump on and claim your free gift that helps you start to clarify your story message. And from there, you can dive in deeper if you're really interested in learning how to get a clear story to apply to social media. Uh, you can always jump on there and book a free call with me, and we can discover that process together. Perfect. Um, thank you very much. And for those of you are listening, it's moxytonic.com, and that's M-O-X-E-T-O-N-I-C.com. So thank you so much for all your great suggestions, insights, um, and information today. I could continue the conversation for hours, but unfortunately we don't have that time. But thank you so much. Thanks so much for having me. We need to take another real quick break, and when we come back, it's our business builder. So stay tuned. This is John L. McCauley, and you're listening to Turn Knowledge to Profit. I'm looking for a certain kind of woman, and I think you know her. She's an entrepreneur that is highly connected, successful, significant in her own industry, and considered the go-to woman in her community. She's received so much from so many women in business, she's ready to give back to others on their journey, lifting as she climbs. Hi, this is Sandra Yancey, and I'm the founder and CEO of eWomen Network. I'm looking to connect with the woman I've just described who lives in your community so that we might have a conversation about how eWomen Network's proven success system can provide her a platform to elevate her success and ability to support women in business. Our international community of managing directors are influencing the speed of success for women in business around the world. If that sounds like something that you want to be part of or know someone we should talk with, send an email to managingdirector at eWomenNetwork.com. That's managingdirector at eWomenNetwork.com. And let's start the conversation. Are you a coach, speaker, or author who would like to finally earn what you know you're worth? Would you like to create a life that gives you more time to do the things that you love? Entrepreneurs like you hire us to turn their knowledge into a full range of scalable products that earn more, make a bigger impact in the world, and create the freedom to live the life others only dream about. With our done-for-you approach, we do all the heavy lifting, creating the right products for you, your clients, and your business. The potential is limitless. If you want to leverage your time so you can earn more while working less, visit us today at TurnKnowledgeToProfit.com and find out just how far your knowledge can take you. You're listening to Janelle McCauley on the EWN Radio Network. Welcome back. This is Michael McCauley, and you're listening to Turn Knowledge to Profit. I'm here with Janelle, and in our Business Builder segment today, we're going to talk about selling from the stage. I love this topic, and I know selling from the stage is changing, and we had a great recent interview with Michelle Mazur. She talked about this very topic on a recent Trends and Insight segment, so if you missed it, be sure to check it out. 
Yeah, that was really a great segment. I learned a lot. I thought we understood selling from the stage, and boy, I learned a lot from her. But you know, many what's happening today is that many organizers, many event organizers, just don't allow their speakers to sell from the stage. And in fact, they put it in the contract that says they're absolutely not allowed to sell from the stage. And that puts speakers kind of in a bind. You know, it's great for the audience because so many people were selling from the stage that whenever I know whenever you or I went to an event, we were ready for a, what we called a pitch fest, you know, that you would see speaker after speaker after speaker just pitching some product to you. And you sort of got used to it and you really kind of stopped listening to them. So really good for the audience that that's sort of gone away now. On the other hand, for speakers, not so good because anybody who's out speaking, they're not doing it for their health. They're doing it because they want to monetize it. They want to grow their business. It's part of their marketing. It's part of their sales strategy. So it really puts them sort of in a tough bind if they can't sell from the stage. It does. And you know, it's interesting because I just spoke at a recent women's conference and in my talk, it was all about sharing stories. It was about relating to the audience. And it was interesting because I was watching people and they were shaking their heads and they were really engaged. There was no offer. And what I did is I invited them to give me their email so that I can send them a copy of the PowerPoint, which had a lot of quotes and visuals. And at lunch, it was the topic of conversation with everyone. After lunch, another speaker who had really good information but it was all about selling. It was a very different style. And it was interesting to hear the comments about her style. It was a very different type of talk. And yet I had people coming up to me left and right wanting to know more. So it absolutely can be done. And I know we've talked a lot about it, but if people can't sell from the stage, what do you recommend for helping them engage with potential clients? Well, that, yeah, that's a great example. And in fact, what I've found is it almost in a sort of an interesting way helps you as a speaker to have someone else selling from the stage when you're not selling from the stage. Because of the example you just gave where you're up there, you're giving your quotes, you're, you're giving away knowledge, you're really engaging with the audience. And then right after you, here comes somebody who's actually selling and people in the audience are now thinking back to your presentation thinking, wow, that was really a great presentation because I don't really like being sold. So it, it really is kind of an interesting contrast. Um, and you also gave away one of the, the, the great tricks for selling from the stage without really selling. So one of the things that you can do, and I always advise people to do is wait for the, well, first off is to have a lot of quotes in their presentation and not the same quotes that you get all the time, but, but really search for really unique quotes by unique people. And it's so easy today. You know, you can go to brainyquotes.com. You can go to all sorts of different quote sites uh, and you can get really, really great quotes for just about anything. You put in a couple of keywords and they'll find you literally hundreds of quotes uh, that will, will will really cause you to think and cause your audience to think. And I always find that's interesting. I know that in the presentation that you gave, there was a quote 
there was an old Russian proverb. There was a quote from Steve Jobs. There was a quote from Robert Kiyosaki. You know, just all sorts of different diverse quotes. In fact, we had one in there from even from Dr. Phil. So there's no limit to where you can get those from. Uh, so basically, when you have those quotes in there, what you'll see as a speaker is almost invariably you'll see camera phones go up now or tablets it. go up now. Yeah, to, for people to take pictures. And that's like a great invitation for you because now you can say, hey, don't worry about that. Just write presentation on or slides on my business on your business card and give it to me afterwards. I'd be happy to send them to you free of charge or give them a website where they can go and download it or, you know, do some other way to engage them. And so that's a great opportunity to, in essence, sell the connection without actually selling a product. So that's important. Um, the other thing is to really make sure that you have a lot of value in your presentation. It all comes back to value. You want to give, 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 give. And people see that and they take it in and they think, gosh, if she's giving this away, what must the other information that you have be worth? So it really is a great way to engage with people if you can give value away. And obviously I'm not saying give away everything you know, that's not what you do, but at a high level, um, if you have a proprietary process, you can tell people what the process is at the high level, what the four or five or six steps are, and be pretty confident that they're not gonna be able to implement those steps on their own that they're gonna come back to you to learn more about what did you mean by this step or what did you mean by that part or how can I find out more about this or that? And that's where now you can sell to them after your presentation, either during lunch or at a booth or you know wherever it might be. Well, I think it's also important to one of the things that worked really well was sharing some things that I do as a business owner that have helped me create success, but also some things I've learned along the way, because one of the things we, we've talked about in the past is that no like, and trust factor. And I had a number of people come up to me and say, I realized I'm not alone, because I think so often people think they're the only ones that have a certain challenge. And if you can share stories or relate to people, it really helps build that no like and trust factor in an authentic way, because you and I know that that is the key to success. So yeah, you know, it's interesting because because you can't sell from the stage now, it's almost like your whole presentation has now become a sales pitch for you, not for your products. So it, rather than focusing the last 20 minutes or the, the last 15 minutes or whatever on selling the audience a product, you're now spending the entire presentation, 30, 40, 50 minutes, selling yourself to them, which is sort of an interesting change. And there's a way to do it, I believe, very successfully, very authentically, very heartfelt, where it doesn't feel like you're trying to sell yourself or sell your experience, but just having a conversation and really sharing some of the things you've done, some of the things that you've learned. People are really hungry for that today. So we talked about offering the slides as a free gift. What other types of things can people do? How can they offer something without selling? 
Well, I think, again, it always goes back to value, providing value. And uh, I know that three or four, gosh, maybe even five years ago now when we were in the mastermind together, it's a time flies. Um, we first heard about the idea of, of providing a free coaching call after the presentation. And that was four or five years ago. And that was like a revelation. It was really great. People were latching onto that. Well, you know, I, I, sorry to say today that pretty much is gone. There are people that are still offering it, but let's be clear, everybody in the audience knows it's not a coaching call, it's a sales call. They know that. So, you know, you can call whatever you want, strategy call, coaching call, it doesn't really matter what you call it, they know they're gonna get sold. So that kind of has died off. And it really has gone back to um, products that provide some tangible benefit or some tangible result to the audience. So I've been to some great presentations, and I know you have too, where they'll give you a handout and it's, it's a worksheet. It, it allows you to work through whatever the process is that they've been talking about from the stage. That's a great opportunity. Uh, there's others where they've sent us to a website where we can download a free ebook that goes into more detail about what they just talked about from the stage. So there's all those, those things that, that provide tangible benefit. I would always recommend that whatever you provide to people uh, as a free gift, that it includes some way for that person to work through it and come out with a result on the an other end. Um, you know, yes, it won't be as good of a result as if you wor work through it with them in a one-on-one -on -one coaching situation, but it'll be much better than what they have now. And it'll get them started. And then they'll, there has to be sort of a next piece that they're gonna to wanna to come back to you for, and that's where you really do your sales. But you really wanna give them some tangible benefit so that they go away thinking that, wow, this was really a powerful presentation. Um, she gave away all sorts of great information and I now have something that makes me better off, that moves my business forward just from that presentation and that free gift. No, I absolutely agree with you. And I think we could continue this conversation for hours. What I do is invite everyone to go to our Facebook page at Turn Knowledge to Profit. And we'll do a couple things. One is, can I ask you, Michael, if you would put a couple of your sites on there that have some great quotes on so people can get that. So go to Turn Knowledge to Profit on Facebook and we'll share that and share what your free gift is. If you've got one when you're talking, share that so we can learn more about you and your business. You know, this has really been a great conversation. I wanna thank all of you for joining us today on Turn Knowledge to Profit. Again, I wanna remind you to visit our Turn Knowledge to Profit page on Facebook and share your questions, your insights, and your ahas and also share one action you're going to take in the next week to turn your knowledge into profit. If you have an idea for a future show, be sure to email me at michael at tk2p.com. That's michael at tk2p.com. Have a wonderful and profitable week. Turn knowledge to profit, where entrepreneurs like you find the insights, experience, and tools they need to earn more, make a bigger impact in the world, and create the freedom to live a life others only dream about. 
Join us each Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the EWN Radio Network. To download this week's show, listen to past shows, or learn how to be a guest on the show, visit TurnKnowledgeToProfit.com. Past shows are also available at EWNRadioNetwork.com and through iTunes and Stitcher. Until next time, remember, great companies are built around great products. Leverage your knowledge to live the life of your dreams. Let's continue the conversation and turn your knowledge into profits.